Welcome back to the Freedom Pack podcast and today's episode is all about how to make 2019 the best year of your life so far. I just want to say to all our listeners out there, a big happy new year. And Joe, we haven't done an episode together for a while. I haven't seen you in a while, so happy new year to you as well. How's it going? Happy new year, Lewis. It's great to be back. Can't wait for today's episode. Guys, I want to quickly tell you all some exciting news, which something which Lewis and I have been working on for some time. At the minute, if you head over to freedompack.co.uk or head over to the Instagram at freedompact, at Joseph Newton PD, at Lewis Edward Coach, then right now we are giving away a free 25-page PDF guide which breaks down the science of an effective morning routine which has been based upon high performers, coaches, athletes, CEOs, actors, anybody which falls into that percentile of success. In this morning routine guide, you are going to find out the five effective stages that you can go through in the morning which will give you an incredible platform to win the day and thus win your life. Beautiful. So... Let's go back to today's episode. It's 2019 and undoubtedly everybody is wanting to make 2019 their year. Now here at Freedom Pact we don't necessarily subscribe to the idea that you ever need an occasion to make a new start or set a goal or change as a person but if it helps somebody get inspired then we aren't going to put that fire out either. So. In this episode, we're going to break down practical steps you can take and ways in which you can actively make 2019 the best year of your life in terms of your success, but also in further ways than that. Right now, New Year's resolutions will be a plenty. Some of the most common being weight loss, drinking less, being a better person. They're all good changes to make. But they're all also very vague and are usually given up on very quickly. According to a study done by Business Insider, 80% of New Year's resolutions will fail by February. So, on that note, I turn to my co-host Joe. Why do most people give up on their New Year's resolutions and goals before they've even got started? It's a very interesting question and one that I've been pondering. I think that you could break this down into the practical side of choosing the right goals, but I also think that the main thing is the psychological side. You see, as humans, we want to avoid pain and we want to have pleasure. So if our early attempts to achieve our dreams fail, then we want to avoid the the pain of future failure and rejection. So, so we stop trying to pursue these dreams and we'll just paint it off with, with a paintbrush by telling ourselves stories like, I'm just not enough. I'm not driven enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not enough. So the first thing is, is not just setting ourselves one month goals. It's about finding something that is bigger than ourselves. It's about finding a mission or finding a purpose. This can be anything. It can be your children, your family, your business. 
it, it a, a non-profit it can be anything which which gets you out of bed in the mornings find just find yourself that purpose for for lewis and i i think that we've both dedicated ourselves to to studying performers to studying business to to personal development to 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 giving back to people there's no real there's no we're not really pushing on this it's it's all it's all pull it's pulling us in it's it's pulling us in to achieve so then i think that that just in terms of the strategy to success it's just not enough to have a strategy because you can find a great strategy for anything if you type in online strategies to lose weight there are a million strategies out there it's not difficult you you eat in a caloric surplus and you exercise you know you eat less and you do more and you lose weight but the problem is is that people are searching for these perfect formulas but this is nothing if you don't tell yourself the right story if you don't tell yourself that that you deserve it that it's a permanent change you know the the most common uh new year's resolution goal is losing weight but if this has no practicality to it if this is not a lifelong resolution then you're just going to rebound in yin yang the other thing that i would say is something which in terms of studying high performers what we found is is that high performers consistently put themselves in great states you know where they replace states of pessimism of anger of of ungratefulness of selfishness they replace these in beautiful states they look for for joy for optimism they change these suffering states to to states of beauty so when you do this that means that that your mood shifts are going to be more permanent and then it allows us to to perform in those states more often so i would like to give some tips today on just how to really make those new year shifts more permanent the first thing that i would say is i would really watch the inputs going into your mind because you speak to a lot of people and you you know we go through this when we coach people you know you talk you talk to them and essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to raise their outputs but then you ask them about their inputs and they're constantly watching porn they 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 you know they're nourishing their mind with 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 news networks cn the constantly negative news <laughs> they they they're reading all this all this negative rubbish they they're comparing themselves on social media so this is what i would say i would say it's vital to to feed to feed our minds with with adequate nourishment so you know in terms of reading great literature in terms of listening to podcast if you're driving going somewhere chuck a podcast on you know the the top 40 on spotify it can wait the other thing i would say is in terms of changing states is doing something physical do something physical every day you know that can be it can be some something like yoga I talk about this in the in the high performance guide for the morning routine. It could be yoga, it could be stretching, even breathing exercises. You know, you can do all these things, lifting weights, resistance training, anaerobic, aerobic uh, performance. These are all things which will generate endorphins, they'll release epinephrine, norepinephrine. All these things are great for changing your states. And then the last thing I would say is, I think that it's vital to find someone that we look towards find a role model it can be in books it can be in podcasts it can be anywhere you want it to be we can find inspiration almost anywhere on this world but my question is are we conscious enough 
to see where it is fantastic advice there and i'm very relatable um to myself especially i like what you were saying about you know fe- feeding yourself with the right things with with literature with podcasts and that is something that i found very useful for myself lately i've been reading and investing into a lot of personalities to do with goals that i'm trying to succeed in i've been reading the works of you know i've been stuck on idols at the moment such as Ant Middleton and, and Ben Fogel is another big one for me. Um, I mean, I recently read his book Up and I went on then to watch some of his filmmaking and even what, looking through his Instagram every morning, he's posting, you know, these, these pictures from beautiful places, traveling the world, really seeing the beauty of things, talking about the importance of filling your days with life rather than filling your life with days. And that's something that's really stuck with me lately. And... I can then attach my goals and attach my resolutions to people like that and the literature that I'm picking up on there. And so moving on. So people often say that they're going to make it their year. And that's a very generalized statement. And they attach it to a very generalized goal like losing weight, like we said. But, you know, they're very, really specific or practical. And I'm talking about, you know, practical ways in which we can grow in 2019 not just goals don't don't give me a new year's resolutions i'm looking for practical habits um like we already touched on reading i you know i read a fantastic stat the other day that the normal person reads two books a year while the average ceo reads four to six books a month that just goes to show the importance of of a habit like reading and there's countless habits that we could be more conscious of making an effort on in 2019. I think for me, reading is is a, is a big habit. I'm trying to um, up my game in. Gratefulness is another one. Obviously, uh, as you've noticed, I've been texting you things I'm grateful for in the mornings lately. Um, you know, th- there's habits like that. So for you, what what are some habits that maybe you're gonna try and adopt in 2019, and things that everybody could try and adopt in 2019? I think that in the personal development space you know in the self-help industry there's a lot of bullshit out there you look at someone's instagram and you think that there's not a single minute throughout the day that they are not being highly effective you know it's a load of rubbish and it gives people the complete wrong idea i listened to a wonderful audible tape with brené brown you can find it on audible.com and what i highly advise and i tell clients this is that it's not about being perfect you know if if you are someone that is highly depressed, then you, your goal shouldn't be to, to set up, you know, a highly effective routine where, you know, you are, you are plowing through the day and you're dominating your day, you're crushing your goals. It could just be something as simple as, man, I'm just going to shower today. I'm going to shower today. I'm going to gear up and I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to brush my teeth today. I'm going to go out and I'm actually going to leave the house today. You know, it's about get. It's about creating momentum. So instead of setting these unrealistic goals for what you think that your life should be, instead start by asking yourself, what's the one thing I could do tomorrow that would be better than today? You're saying that we need to be keeping these habits, keep keeping them specific to us rather than, you know, looking on Instagram and thinking, where is Ty Lopez at? I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. Keeping it relative to us. Oh, absolutely. It's so easy to compare our lives to others and and ask ourselves, why aren't we in that position that X or Y person is in? And this is one of the 25 human cognitive biases which we have, the the comparison bias. But all we really need to do is compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. 
So my challenge is, is ask yourself, what's the one thing you could do tomorrow to make it better today? I was coaching someone and when I was talking about the morning routines, I say to them, you know, what questions are you asking yourselves in the morning? You know, what, what, what passages are you reading from? What, what text, what literature are you going through? So I ask them, I say, what are the questions in which you're asking yourselves in the morning? You know, and they reply, uh, is the coffee ready? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's ask yourself better questions, you know, take the one step, whatever it could be. If you were a person that, that hasn't exercised, you know, and, and you were overweight, you, you were not in shape, you want to make yourself into a, a more physical being, you want to improve your physical state, then don't tell yourself, you know what, I'm going to go and exercise seven days a week. I'm going to go and compete in a physique competition next year. I'm going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, tell yourself, man, you know, maybe if I go to the gym once or twice a week, you know, it's about consistency, not intensity. Five to ten minutes of exercise per day over the course of a week will trump one exercise, you know, one exercise which lasts for eight hours. So, as we talked about, you know, if you're going to solve a, a problem, whether that's weight loss or, you know, you want to give up smoking, you want to start exercising, or you want to create better habits, then I think that it's important to address the the physical as well as the psychological. Most of our problems in life, and I would argue the, the majority of problems in our lives, are not caused by physical states. They're caused by psychological ones. So when it comes to, say, take weight loss, for example... The goal shouldn't be I need to lose X amount in Y amount of days, but it should be more along the lines of I'm going to regain my identity. You know, I'm going to I'm going to become better. I'm going to I'm going to become healthier. If you say to someone, you know, what's your weight loss goal? They'll probably tell you I want to lose two stone or, you know, 30 pounds or so in in six months. But the problem is, is that after that goal is achieved, then then it could be done in an unhealthy way. But the other problem with it is is that it's going to have a yin-yang effect. So, But if you say to yourself, I'm going to become more healthy, I'm going to eat better foods, I want to feel better, then this shows the practicality of this. It's much more sustainable. It's very sustainable. And if you look at something like just losing half a pound to one pound per week instead of trying to lose, you know, six to seven pounds and becoming obsessed with the weight on the scales then this is something which becomes sustainable that would be my weight loss tip is don't look for the massive short-term results look for the sustainable long-term results and feeling better another thing i want to add as well as i read an article the other day which talked about america's issues with impaired thyroids and there's an alarming amount of people there and and all over the world that have this issue with their thyroid and what this does is that it really makes it a lot more difficult for that individual to lose weight. So I would definitely recommend, uh, you know, at the next physical exam to just test this out. Yeah, I mean, I love what you said there about sustainability in goals. And I think that's that's right. That's where most people go wrong with their New Year's goals. I think, like you said, with, with weight loss, you know, you someone looks at their friend or, or looks at a success story online and they say, ooh, you know, De- Debbie lost two stone in, in a month. And they think that everyone has to then go and do that. But again, that's not sustainable. 
you're not going to lose two stone every month because you die soon enough, right? You'd soon enough get your goal weight and then you'd go back to your old ways because you've lost it. You know, you've got to that goal, you've rushed to that goal and, and not picked up the habits along the way. So it's not sustainable to go gung-ho on something all at once. The same with, you know, finances. You know, let's say you wanted to make a certain amount of money in your business this year. You know, you go chasing that all at once, you know, that that's not going to be sustainable. You can do anything you can to get to that number. Again, it's not going to become sustainable. It's going to then affect your self-esteem in the, in the, in the um, when you try to repeat that. So going gung-ho on something is is not the right answer, like you said. And, and I just want to go back to um, uh, something you mentioned about asking yourself questions in the morning. I, I, I was reading a Forbes article the other day. And someone was talking about the importance of actually looking at your thoughts. Um, and it was something I tried the following morning. So, you know, I think a big tip is when you wake up in the morning or doing your morning or any point in the day, really, set an alarm, set a timer on your on your phone for 10 minutes. Just close your eyes and go into your thoughts and actually try and observe your thoughts. Observe what you're thinking about. And that's going to be a really easy way to work out where your priorities lie, where your goals lie and things like that. So... I think a big one for me is to look at your thoughts. That's very interesting. You know, I know that you love your your mindfulness and and the observation of thoughts, and that gives us a great indication into human behaviour. It gives us a great indication to where our desires, where our needs, where our beliefs are. So I I I fully advocate what you just said there. Well, I, I like I said, I think like we talked with um, you know, your New Year's resolutions. I don't think a New Year's resolution. Is going to make 2019 your year. I don't think that's what, what you can class as making 19 your year. What I think can make it the best year yet is if you consciously trying to grow as a person. And, you know, rather than achieving a goal, make your priority becoming a better version of yourself. Okay, so, so we do that in ways like we've talked about, you know, adopting literature, adopting, you know, feeding yourself with with positive things i think another you know another big one is is learning the principles of like we talked about mindfulness work ethic things like that but they're gonna that's gonna bring you more fulfillment and then feed in to your 2019 rather than you know losing two stone isn't gonna make 2019 your year right because it's not gonna bring you closer to any sort of happiness other than that one goal i think outside of this a big one for me is that's not just that's not just tie making the 2019 the best year yet to your success okay you can have a you can have a you can have a good year without being successful okay i know we talk a lot on this podcast about business and um financial freedom and goals but at the end of the day life that's what it is life you're here to enjoy yourself at the end of the day you can you can have as much money and you can have as you know much status as you want but we're all leaving this earth with earth with the same thing right we're all leaving with nothing. We came here with nothing. We leave with nothing. So on top of all these things and all these goals, I think it's important to focus on happiness and actually enjoying your time. Now, how can we do that? Experiences. Trying new things. That's going to help you grow as a person. How many new things have, have we tried in the last year? It's been crazy. And I, I feel I've grown so much from them in terms of confidence. It's grown my curiosity. It's grown my my experiences have gone next level, and of course we've got another big one in the books, uh, Mount Everest. Ne- yeah, in March, <laughs> we, you know we're going to Mount Everest, and that's a huge experience. And I, I I think to the end, I think I fast forward to the end of 2019, right? 
what what would stick out in my mind more this in december 2019 the fact that i lost two stone the fact that i got a new job or the fact that i went and climbed mount everest you know experiences are playing a big part in that travel see the world get your eyes open to new cultures new ways of thinking new ways of learning connections relationships you know make it more of a conscious effort to give more value to your friendships okay your best friends your family talk to them more call them more check in on them more get that connection stronger grow that connection build that bridge i think that is gonna that is gonna feed into your year far more than just attacking goals will i mean i know you're a big you're a big fan of these setting goals and we talked about that a lot but um before we move on uh to our last question and our closing thoughts do you have anything to add on tips on making 2019 your year that's a great answer Lewis and I think that it is important to look at life from a holistic point of view so Lewis you and I we've worked with a lot of people we've studied high performers we've we've looked at the habits the behaviors the beliefs that shape someone's destiny these would be my three tips that I could give to someone to improve their life you know without necessarily going through like a coaching type you know what we one one-on-one type coaching session that i could just give the the most general things which i could be the first thing i would say is that if you are a type a uber competitive type personality you know if you've played sports if you've you know if you're the oldest in the family type thing you know if you are incredibly ambitious and driven my first tip would be to take up a meditation or a mindfulness practice now i'm just gonna drop in a little name drop if you are looking for help with this then lewis Bayer can help you with this follow him up on instagram at lewis edward coach if you want one-on-one help just dm him or email him but the reason why i say this is that the type a personality they know the science of achievement they know how to take the they know how to take the invisible and make it visible they, they know how to do these things they know the science of achievement but typically, if you look at studies into CEOs, into athletes, into high performers, then where they suffer exceptionally is in their personal lives. They flourish on other scales, you know, in terms of other success metrics. And the reason for this is, is because those are all future-based. You don't have to be present and mindful when you're doing those things. You can just go gung-ho and then think about the future relationships experiences these are all things which require you to be in the present it's it's shown that the type of personalities which have a lot lower satisfaction in relationships are that type a personality and that's because they're just living in their heads constantly it's almost as if that their bodies are just transportation for their heads like they're just like a floating head around the place so I definitely recommend, if you fall in that category, to take up a meditation or a mindfulness practice. My second tip would be to practice living consciously. This is the first tip of Nathaniel Brandon's The Six Pillars of Self-Esteem. And what this means is it means that we stop ignoring realities of life. We become aware of the realities that shape us. You know, it's not about ignoring certain things. It can become so easy if we're in a rut, if we're feeling down, if we're feeling depressed, to ignore the circumstance. But remember that 
fear and pain their reasons to open our eyes wider not to keep them further shut so if you were financially stressed if you were worried then don't go running away from your bills you need to know everything inside out you need to know what you need to do if your relationships aren't aren't good don't just worry don't just have the attitude you know that if it's meant to be it'll be go and go and look go and ask your partner what's wrong what can we do to fix this you know live consciously live accept the circumstances for what they are and then act accordingly don't run from the circumstances and then my last tip then you know i thought about this and and we've done a lot of study into happiness you know there's there's a real science to happiness i don't think it's an art i think it's a real science i think you can manufacture happiness and the last thing which i would say is that if you are struggling to find happiness then go and make someone else happy i love that man so so there are tips um stark contrasts in them i think we've covered quite a few areas between us there moving on then uh, let's talk let's go on to the final um final point of the day we've we've talked about how to make um 2019 your best year yet but how do we even know if we're making stuff how do we know 2018 wasn't our best year yet is there any measuring stick for how much you're making 2019 your year how do we track it how do we gauge our process and how do we even know we're getting the most out of our year well i think that it's so easy to live in our subconscious minds almost 95 percent of our day is is made in our subconscious minds our habits typically take up about 80 percent of the day there's very little conscious living going on so just by doing something like journaling and questioning our days each day that immediately puts us in a state of consciousness and lets us take immediate action so that'll be my first practical tip i think that it's very easy to to judge years by by success metrics you know how much am i making how much has my business grown these are very uh extrinsic type things you know and you can measure your year based on that if that's something which you really want to do but i like to break things down into health wealth love and happiness i think it's important to have goals in those those four areas so it could just not be a case of of you know tracking how well your business does it could be how much happier are you now it could be how much healthier are you now how much more experiences have you had how open to trying new things are you i don't think that just merely increasing income is a good way to to track you know how much you've made uh 2019 your year i think that as brendan bashard says you know to ask yourself those three questions you know did i live did i love did i matter ask yourself those three questions and it's pretty difficult to go wrong yeah i love that because i was at the end of 2018 someone was asking me you know was it my was it my best year yet and instantly i thought no i thought 2017 2016 i probably had a lot more um achievements and goals smashed and and making waves in that sense and more success in some areas and then after the conversation i was sat on my own and i was thinking to myself but wait a minute just because i didn't hit as many goals in this year didn't mean it wasn't a good year I instantly wrote it off as a bad year and I, and I and I think back to it and I think hold on a minute I ran a marathon I started a podcast I experienced new things I visited new places I traveled I grew relationships and then I thought you know what 2018 was a pretty good damn good year 
so i think you know being more conscious of it and viewing it as like you said health wealth love and happiness is a is a much better way to look at it than just your goals you know and one thing which i also want to say is that there's such an eagerness especially in this new generation to want to achieve success overnight you know and and as we talked about in terms of the the goals failing if they don't happen immediately then then that can really dishearten people and they'll often quit when it comes to growing anything substantial businesses relationships great friendships it could be anything that is worth having then these things they take time they need nurturing you know i think that a common mistake is that people overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in five to ten years so instead of trying to live life with a heart with a resting heartbeat of 160 beats per minute you know slow down drink the life in you know live consciously write down your goals each day so so slow down identify what is giving you fulfillment and remember that fulfillment is an art and then as soon as you find that thing then commit yourself to trying to become one of the best people in the world at it commit yourself to to making that part of your identity commit yourself to to grow in that over over an extended period because i think that it's much better to be a a a great specific than a wandering generality so so yeah so they are my tips i really enjoyed this episode it was great to be back with lewis uh at the minute we've got some guests which will be on the show very soon we're not sure if it's going to be the next episode or possibly the one after but yeah but we've got a lot of great content as always, if you are looking for high-performance coaching, mindfulness uh, coaching, then please reach out to us at The Freedom Pact. Guys, this is going to be a fantastic year. We're going to bring out more content than we've ever done. You know, we're going to produce outstanding results we're working on. And we have got something which is in the process at the minute, which will be out at the start of March, and then something else which will be out at the start of April. And we can't wait for you all to see it. Do you have any closing words? Yeah, guys, I just wanted to, to end on by once again wishing everybody a happy, a successful and um, a conscious new year. And uh, let us know, like we talked about these habits, these goals, let us know what yours are. Just DM us on Instagram. Let us know. Let's have a chat about them at The Freedom Pact. Visit our website, freedompact.co.uk. And as always, this has been The Freedom Pact. Thank you for listening.